everybody, and welcome to the show. This is Coach's Corner, where I bring on a guest or I just chat with you about something that I think you might find valuable or I answer your questions. And as a reminder, every Wednesday is an episode where you get to hear an unscripted, unedited, unproduced coaching session with me and a very courageous listener. So welcome to all of you who are new to the show and and hello to all of you who've been listening for a while. And I have my favorite guest with me. That's your cue, babe. (laughs) Not to put me on the spot. I'm going to put you on the spot in a minute. You are? Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. Well, good thing I control the record stop <laughs> button and I'm the only one that talks to the editor. So <laughs> Eric, you know, I hold the power. So if Steph emails you on the side saying he wants to leave a certain part in, <laughs> do not listen. <laughs> no, I've got, I've got something I think we should talk about that's important. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, um, don't put me on the spot quite yet. Cause I got to get through an ad okay. and some other things. <laughs> um, so I didn't ever introduce you, but my favorite guest is my husband, Steph. Say your full name so everyone can hear it in Greek. Stephanos Spiros Sifantos. Oh, that's so hot. I can't say it. That's why I have him say it. And we're going to talk about, I don't know what, something about relationship. He's going to put me on the spot. We are actually sitting on in a very uncomfortable position because <laughs> we're in Mexico and we don't really have our recording set up. So we're perched the microphone's on a chair and we're both sitting on a rug. Steph looks very uncomfortable. However, we've really enjoyed being away, haven't we? We have. And Christine's making it out to sound as if we're in a chalet somewhere like a straw hut with no running water and electricity. No, I'm just saying we're sitting in an uncomfortable position. I'm not saying the place we're in is... The place we're in is actually spectacular. spectacular We've left the doors open so you might actually hear the ocean behind us. We miss the ocean. Me moving from California and Steph moving from Australia, we miss the healing power of the ocean, which is so magnificent. That we do. We just encourage you, especially all of you that are in relationships, to carve time out to get away, to get out of your environment, to spend some time reconnecting to yourself, to nature, to each other. Maybe it's a staycation in your town. There's there's always ways to be creative. I traveled for years and years and years just on credit card points. I would I learned the whole credit card point system and would save them up and learn which hotels took them. And, and there's there's lots of ways to make your dream come true when it comes to travel. And obviously, we have to adapt with the current restrictions and everything going on. Uh, but just carving out that special time. Just, just for you. I mean, when I was single, I used to travel on my own and I learned so much about myself through those experiences, whether it was going to a foreign country or just going away and being out of my normal environment for anywhere from two to two days to 10 days was such a part of my personal growth. And in a relationship, it's really imperative to get out of your routine. I know that can be really hard if you have kids, You've got to make that time, commit to that time, even if it's a year from now, plan to go away and have deep conversations, reflect on values. I mean, we've had so many conversations this trip that we wouldn't have had if we were just in our routine. No, I don't think we would have because we would have been too occupied with the monotony of life. Yeah, the stuff of life. Well, life isn't that monotonous. The routine of life, the distractions of life. I think the routine, when I say monotonous, I, don't, I think our, our life isn't boring by any means. Are you calling me boring? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm definitely not calling my life, our life or your life boring. What I really meant was the routine. That's that's more specific is 
you get caught in a routine and it becomes very difficult to have conversations such as some of the conversations that we've been having that require a great deal of space and energy. And we've had some tough conversations too. And tough conversations are hard to have if you don't have space, you know, all of you that are in relationships and have responsibility been, sort yeah, of as well. you, and you have been in relationships, just, just think you've had a tough conversation come up and it's late at night or one of you has to go to work or a kid starts crying or it's, it's time to take someone to a soccer game. You get interrupted a lot. Your work commitments. Yeah. And so responsibilities that the time and space lets you really unpack things. And it, it's just a, I think an imperative for the health of a relationship. And We're going to be doing a lot more on relationships. We have a group coaching event coming up on April 25th. Steph and I are going to be doing it together. It's a live group coaching event, but it's also recorded if you can't make it live. It's only $20 to join. Just go to christinehausler.com slash group. We'll be talking a lot about masculine, feminine energy and polarity. Doesn't matter what gender you are. Doesn't matter what sexual orientation you have. This is for anyone and everyone because masculine, feminine energy is in all of us. It's more of an energetic rather than being associated with being in a male body or a female body. So if you want to join us, again, christinehasler.com slash group, only $20.00. It is recorded if you can't make it live. So we hope you join us. All right. Before we dive in, a reminder that Mother's Day here in the U.S., where I live, I'm not sure if it's the same day in other countries, but here it's May 9th. It's coming up. It's around the corner. And I know some of you are probably wondering, what do I get my mom for Mother's Day? Well, I know that what my mom appreciates most and probably yours is to feel closer to you, not just a gift, but something thoughtful, something to share stories, to share memories, to make your relationship even better. And, you know, this has been quite a year on all of us. So this is the year to make the moms in your life feel loved and appreciated on Mother's Day. For many of you, you probably may not have seen your mother in a year or maybe even more. So that's why StoryWorth is such a great heartfelt, sentimental gift the whole family can cherish together. And you don't have to do it for just your mother. You could do it for your aunt, your mother-in-law, or even your bestie and your the auntie to her little ones or little one, and you want to do something special for her. So let me tell you what StoryWorth is. It's an online service that helps your mom, grandmother, mother-in-law, bestie, auntie, whoever, every mother figure in your life share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. It's a fun new way to engage with them, especially if you can't be together in person. So how it works is every week, StoryWorth emails your mom a different story, prompt questions you never thought to ask, like what's some of the best advice your mother ever gave you, if you could choose any talents to have, what would they be? StoryWorth has helped numerous families learn about each other in profound, special ways, and their testimonials will practically move you to tears. In fact, StoryWorth has already created a very powerful experience for those in my life that I love because it's brought us closer. You know, oftentimes you don't really talk about memories. You don't ask thought-provoking questions if you're just on FaceTime or on the phone or even seeing the people that you love. StoryWorth has really given me and those that I love an opportunity to create a deeper connection in a fun, facilitated way. So there's no shortage of surprises when reading the weekly stories, and they will help your family feel even closer when you're not physically together. After one year, StoryWorth will compile all your stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that's shipped for free. 
So here's your call to action. Give your mom the most meaningful gift this Mother's Day with StoryWorth. Get started today with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com slash over it. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash over it. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash over it today. All right. So time to put me on the spot. Well, before I put you on the spot, I'm, I'm going to say something I think is very important to being in relationship and communication. And you mentioned a moment ago about some of the very tough conversations that we're having. And some of you may be thinking, oh, what are those tough conversations? I want to know more about them. And we're still in those tough conversations. Mm. And something, and at some point in the near future or future, I'm sure, because Christine and I are fairly transparent with our relationships. Mm-hmm with our relationship with each other, you will know about these conversations because we will speak to them when we have moved through them. Yeah. And that's really important when in relationship and wanting to share yourself. I'm not insinuating that you only share a fully well thought out, constructed ideal or or sharing with your partner. But what I am saying is that If you're still in it in some capacity, if there's charge, if you haven't moved through it, if there's confusion around it, you want to be really mindful how you share that information with your partner or with the world. And so we're not withholding any information from you purposely, of course, but rather we're still dissecting the many layers that are to these in-depth conversations. And I don't know how much truth there is to this. I don't know if there's any research behind it, but I've heard about the one year, the three year and the seven year itch, which are from what I've talked to many couples about, like growth periods in a relationship. And we're at our three year. I don't think either one of us are having the itch. (laughs) Either one of us want to go be with someone else. No, it's it's not that. But every relationship, especially when you take time away together and really, really are away from any distractions, it has its its growth edges. Just like you as a human being, you reach certain points where you're like, oh gosh, a growth edge. Oh, there's something that's coming up. There's something that wants to break free. There's something that wants to break loose. I'm a little uncomfortable. I'm in that cocoon again. And just like we as human beings go through these growth periods where we're in the cocoon and it's uncomfortable and oh, and we have to struggle before we emerge that butterfly and really can fly into the next level of growth, relationships go through that too. Because remember, in relationship, there's the two people or more, if that's the kind of relationship you have, but generally two people. And then there's a third entity of the relationship that is an an energetic and an entity in itself. And just as two humans are going to grow, the relationship is going to grow as well. Most definitely. So I'm going to surprise you now. Oh, great. I'm going to put you on the spot. Oh, great. So I think we explore this conversation and we we may not finish it today. I think there could be a, an in-depth part two for this, but here's where I'd like to start. How, how do we know when – so we get to a point in a relationship where we've been going through some hard times. And you when and I say, just no, 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 in general, in general, mm-hmm. us as human like, beings. Really? So, yeah. so we're in we're an intimate relationship. <laughs> we in general, I'm generally speaking now, you're in a romantic partnership. You've gone through some, some big stuff, mm-hmm. big challenges. You've even sought external help. Uh, obviously we're in this space, so we're giving a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And six months, 12 months, 18 months down the track, whatever it may be, you get to a point where you think, wow, we're so far more evolved than we were. We have su- such freedom in our relationship. 
there's just so much strength in in our unity in our bonding like there's just amazing positivity yeah but 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 there are so many more layers to explore mm-hmm. so i think i'd love to share today how do you know when to pause mm. the deep exploration because sometimes you need the integration in the space not sometimes it's a re- it's part of the cycle and the process how do you know to keep going when is it a, a false indicator that oh we should take a break from exploring now and like a actually- cop out yeah yeah and it's a cop out and it's really the ego's way of wanting to remain in what's familiar because that feels safer versus actually put a healthy pause yes and actually mm. have integration space. Do you think that's good? Yeah. Should we talk about that? <laughs> I'm looking for your validation. I'm seeking <laughs> approval from you. you my, my worthiness resides all in how you treat me from here right oh, now. Oh, man, it, it no good? pressure. Is no pressure. Good? Well, I can say no now because you, you might edit, jump off you the can, balcony. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's a very good topic because that's important for us as individuals as well. (laughs) That's important for us as individuals as well, because there is a point where too much is too much. Like you can only cleanse and detox for so long. Your body needs a break. And I think the emotional and the the psychological mm -hmm. and spiritual and the relational tend to be an extension of the physical as well. And one example, uh, something that we see a lot in couples is one person will be in an accelerated period of growth. They'll bring the other member of the partnership into some kind of growth or therapy, there will be some change, some growth, and maybe the person who has more fear or wants the relationship to change more, maybe like, come on, come on, we have to keep going. We have to keep growing. We have to keep digging. We have to keep dealing with this shit. And the other person may be at a threshold where they actually need some integration space. So that's one area I see it is that you know, maybe one partner has been growing and changing and doing the work and the other isn't or hasn't been doing as much, and then they start to grow together, they they uncover some stuff, and there might need to be a pause mm. for both to integrate, for one person to integrate, and to make sure the relationship doesn't become a project. Because yeah. when a relationship becomes a project, you lose the passion, you lose the polarity, and you're so much in the digging and so much oftentimes in the childhood stuff and so much in the processing and so much in the triggers that you forget to have fun together. You forget to play. You forget to play. Enjoy yourself, enjoy life, enjoy each other. It, it dissipates very, very quickly and you almost become each other's therapist and you're looking for what could be better or what have they done wrong or where does that come from? What's the source of that? How can I make him feel more for me or vice versa? And that can be a very, very – you're re-traumatizing yourself essentially. And then you become almost codependent in the processing and you can forget about your own work and just work on the relationship all the time. Yeah, that's a really good point. You become codependent 
on the processing. So you, your sense of self-worth and validation almost cannot exist without ha- you being in a process. You prove yourself. You demonstrate how valuable you are by having a process or a challenge in the relationship right. and then overcoming it. Right. But you're never satisfied when you overcome it because the, you, your laurels are really rested on the challenge itself and o- the process of overcoming it. That's the physiological and mental yeah, addiction. And, and we become fixated on the relationship rather than ourselves. Right. And, and that we can detract from our own growth. So if you're in a position right now where you've been doing some growth with your partner and this is resonating, perhaps just take a pause and say, you know what? My focus is going to be on having fun with my partner. My focus is going to be on accepting my partner exactly the way they are right now and accepting myself exactly the way I am right now and having fun with myself. Or maybe it's time to take the focus off the relationship and do some things for me. Look at my own stuff, not keep pointing at my partner to change or be different or be processing the stuff with me. Were you going to say something? Yeah, I was going to say that I'm going to throw a proverbial Australian spanner in the works now. Okay. As opposed to a wrench. and Spanner, I'm, that's how you say it? Spanner. Spanner. Spanner, mate. Spanner. I like wrench better. What's a spanner? Is it a wrench? Yes. Oh, why do you call it a Spanner. If it's I, a wrench. I don't. I don't. Why do you call it a wrench if it's a spanner? No, it, we we Americans we were. were here longer. Yeah. Okay. Well, we both originate <laughs> from the Brits. So, well, not we. I'm not even fucking part of that. I'm from the Mediterranean. And if I look <laughs> in my actual DNA, from the Middle East. So Middle East and Mediterranean, that's where I stem from. Um, I'm not Australian. But so you use Australian words. <laughs> yeah. Well, I grew up there. So culturally I'm Australian, but ethnically I'm not. You're so confusing. <laughs> that's that's right. And I'm about to but confuse I, you. But I more. absolutely know that you are because we were in this Mexican sun for like an hour. And I, who knows better than to get sunburned, I never, I haven't gotten sunburned for years. I felt like amateur hour getting sunburned yesterday. Well, yeah, embarrassing it was. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you have any other Vera gel? My wife's been burned. Oh, she's got sunburn. I felt, I felt disgusted saying that. <laughs> Because of my, my dark olive skin. Exactly. You do have this olive skin that just you look at the sun and you're tan. No burning, no sunblock, nothing. Anyway. You ready for that spanner? We digress. The spanner. Yes. yes. So here's the spanner. Here's the wrench. What if you're that person though, and this is for you to self-assess <laughs> without the paradox of it, without doing too much deep work either. What if you're that person that's really close to breakthrough Mm. and is overwhelmed with quote unquote the work or processing that you're able to convince yourself, oh no, we're good. We're good. We don't need to keep going. Oh, we're going to take a break. We're going to take a few months off or we're not, we're not going to see the therapist or the counselor or the coach, or we're not going to go to our spiritual healing. We're not going to do our practice or we're not going to do our routines or we're not going to have our connection time or we're just going to be a little fluid with it. Nothing wrong with this, right? But what if the come from there is from that ego stepping in and saying, nope, stop, mm. because this is about to go too deep. Mm. We can't handle it. We don't want to go there. It's too intense. Oh, the ego likes to hang on to the comfort zone. Mm. Yeah. So how do we know if we should keep going or if we should pause? Like the pause is actually an authentic pause versus a I want to stay in my comfort zone pause. I think one of the ways is having a trusted, respected, revered third party yeah, that can come in and help you, help you see where you're really at. That's one way. I think another way is to go back and look at patterns. Yes. 
Look at patterns of the past. So you just do you just do a like a checklist of your life and a checklist of the times where you were dealing with big things. How did you respond to them? Or how did you react to them? What was the what was the overarching pattern there? Is there is there a, a sequence and a connection where you get really close and then pull back? Get really close right. and then pull back. I think that can be a really powerful, yeah. empowering starting point. Yeah. Or are you someone who fears if you don't keep going and going and going and working and working mm. and working and working? Because that can be another comfort zone and illusion of control. I mean, to keep working and working and working and eventually I'll fix it. And you're constantly relating to yourself or the relationship as a, as a project. So that, that pause is important. And even let's talk about pendulating. Yeah. Because we were, again, in a tough conversation and we weren't fighting or anything like that, but we were both triggered. And it was just like, it was one of those conversations that you just, you just, uh. <laughs> is that a good word? Uh. I don't know if that's a word, it's more of a sound, but yes. Um, but then half an hour later, we were watching the sunset cuddled up together and we didn't make up. We didn't resolve we didn't have, the conversation. So we, it no, wasn't, exactly. It wasn't for makeup. It was just a tough conversation. Very tough. And it's been a, a, a sequence of tough conversations mm -hmm. for what, a few months? Yeah. But that, this is a good example of that pendulation. And so you're in and out. So we go to the density of it. We know, we, I mean, we would love to quote unquote solve it in one conversation or one sitting or a few hours or half an hour, but we know that this is going to be a process for us. So we know there's no point in staying angry at each other. There's no point in arguing. There's no continuing point to in it. you going into that more aggressive shutdown pattern Full and me going into the collapse withdrawn. victim pattern. There's just, there's just patterns no, of choice. <laughs> we know that we have to address it. We know we have to be honest with ourselves and with each other. We know that there are going to be certain times that are better than others where we need to communicate to this. And we know that we can't stay in it. And so we have to get in and out of it. And so we stayed in it yesterday for about an hour, an hour and a half, maybe, not even, uh, not even like 45 minutes, 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah, while over dinner, like not, not a big brawl. Yeah, no, no, no. We, we owned where we were at and we very organically, and this has come from a lot of practice, by the way, we then very organically went into compassion, care, nurturing, loving each other, mm -hmm. being affectionate with each other, being close with each other, Restating not pulling our away. commitments and our values to each other. Restating with clarity where we're at and also bringing light to the point that we are pendulating now. So we're in it, we're in the density, but then we also have to anchor into some safety and some connection again. Now, we may anchor into this. We may not have this conversation for another three days, three weeks, two three months. months. I, I don't yeah. know, but we know that I mean, it's not going to be that long, but we know that we are going to keep coming back to it when the time is right, when we're in a connected place, when we feel healthy enough within our own constitution, mental, physical, emotional, relational, spiritual, and in our dynamic, that the container of the relationship can hold that conversation mm -hmm. for however long it needs to be held. Every time we have the conversation, every time, more importantly, that we recover yes. from that conversation in the way that we recover, that's what layers healing into the energy dynamic and intention of that conversation. Yes. It's that. It's the recovery piece because we're learning every time to recover in a healthier way. So pendulating, just so you – I just want to review Similar to this. oscillation. Yeah, we can use either word. It's important in your relationship and in your own growth work. So you don't want to stay in the intensity – of a conversation, especially if you know that it's not going to be resolved in that moment, 
You want to be able to dip into it, to go into those uncomfortable conversations, get to a point where you're like, okay, we've gone as far as we can go. We're going to like lose the connection or go into some pretty bad patterns here if we keep going. So we're going to pull out. We're going to recreate the connection. We're going to regulate again, and then we'll dip back in when we can. And you can even do that with your own stuff. And as a coach, especially when I'm working one-on-one with someone, I'll know like, okay, they've been in maybe talking about trauma or childhood stuff. And you've heard me do it on the podcast with people. And once I feel like they've, they've gone far enough, I need to bring them back and regulate them back into present day and have them feel more connected to me, to themselves, so on and so forth. So this is an important tool to, so talk about this with your partner. Talk about, hey, I want, I want to explain this thing. It's called pendulum. <laughs> I can't even say it. It's called pendulating or oscillating when we have these difficult conversations, reaching a point where, okay, we've gone far enough, let's regain the connection, let's regulate, we can come back to this. And what I thought was great was at breakfast this morning, we had some really incredible insights that were able to come forward. Massive insights, massive insights. And it just came out of the blue because we were able to just say, you know what, like, all right, this is something, we surrender. We're like, this is something we're not gonna solve in the moment. Stuff's up for you, stuff's up for me. Our relationship's at a massive growth point. Um, We're both hitting a point in the relationship farther than we've ever gone before with anyone. And so this is going to, this is going to be a minute. We're going to, we're going to work through this. And that by reestablishing that connection and neither one of us going into old patterns or fear or Steph thinking he's going to leave or me thinking that, you know, I'm going to lose him or vice versa, we were able to just get back to that place of enjoying each other's company and then more insights come forward. And now here we are sitting together in an uncomfortable position on the floor talking about it. Mm, poor us. <laughs> and so here's a little little tease for you as well with respect to masculine and feminine dynamics. We live in a world that is largely uh, masculine energetic dominant. And so it's very normal and common for both of you, irrespective of what, body you have to want to complete right the conversation to have a goal of we have to solve this there has to be resolution the masculine energetic is goal orientated identifies with uh, obtaining uh, an objective and then attaining it finishing it completion energy and often the feminine is craving safety and without that reassurance and or completion, yeah. or if you have anxious attachment style, it's going to feel like, ah, this is like a wound left open. So you've got, <laughs> you've got to be mindful you don't step into a wounded, rigid, or hardened masculine posture where at any cost you need to complete that cycle of conversation or you need to solve the quote-unquote problem which then requires fixing, which then means that you're broken and you're not coming from wholeness and you just get caught into this vicious cycle. Yeah, or that feminine place. If I'm going to – even if this labor takes 74,000 hours, I'm going to birth this baby, like that kind of process and I can't stop until I'm finished – because it feels unsafe in our nervous system. It's like, no, we got to come back to that divine feminine or masculine within us and not look to our partner to give us that sense of safety. That's where self-regulation is imperative. A somatic resource, as an example, could be breath. Mm -hmm. Regulating your breath in a very slow way that activates you know, your rest and digest function, which helps you feel safe, your parasympathetic nervous system, 
Um, that's one way there are so many. Obviously, I'm not going to Well, for us, it you. was just a hug last night. It, and that's nurturing touch, right? Yeah. And, and so just to help you understand what's happening in your body is when we're doing that and we have a lengthened hug, we're releasing oxytocin. We uh, Endogenous opioids uh, are being released as well. We're, we're really connecting and our bodies are feeling safe yeah. with, with ourselves and with each other, right? And we're bonding. And often the body can override the brain. Yeah. So the brain may be going, I want closure, I want – it's like, no, the body Help the body feel safe. and feel safe. Yeah. yeah. So we hope this tool was useful for you. We're going to give so many tools in our relationship retreat, our virtual relationship retreat, which is coming up in June. So the April 22nd event, which is christinehauser.com slash group, you can register for that. Learn a little bit about masculine, feminine energy. Watch us work with um, individuals and couples a little bit. And then that relationship retreat is going to be coming up in June. It'll be a three-day virtual retreat for both singles and couples. So it's going to be on relationships. So if you're single and you want to join, it's not going to be about how to call in your person. We have other programs for that. It is relationship tools and strategies. And if I was single, I would take it. And I did take a lot of relationship courses when I was single because I wanted the tools before I got in a relationship. And I'm so grateful that I studied a lot of relationship stuff in my single years that equipped me to be better in relationship. So if yeah, you, you do all right. Well, well, thanks, man. Thanks, mate. <laughs> How do you say it? Thanks, mate? You say thanks, mate? Yeah. But say really Aussie, Aussie style, you yeah. Want to really turn it really, on. Really, really turn it on. Thanks, mate. Oh, wow. Yeah, that sounds real Aussie. <laughs> um, now I've lost my train of thought. I'm so seduced by that. <laughs> so that worse. what do you, I don't even I that accent is that, terrible. No, you could be offending some beautiful Australians. I love the Australian <laughs> accent. I'll figure out I love I, I have an Australian accent. I love all accents. I really do. I really love all accents. So inclusive. So much no, better than me. <laughs> I really do. I really no, do. I, I I do adore different accents. The Australian one is just it's very rough. It can be well, so, to my ears it is anyway. Anyway. So Back to what I was saying. Yeah, about how amazing the relationship weekend is going to be. Yeah, it's going to be great. Um, if you want to get on the early bird registration list for that, just go to christinehouse.com slash relationship support. So, again, today you learned about how sometimes you need to pause on all the deep work and let you or your partner or both of you integrate. Differentiate between when you need that pause for in integration versus when you're pausing because you – don't want to go deeper. You're comfortable where you are and you're like, oh, we just need a break because you just don't want to get out of that comfort zone. The ego wants to keep things the way they are. And then you also learned about when you're having tough conversations or you're in a growth period in your relationship to pendulate or oscillate, to, to go into the tough conversations, into the triggers, into the nitty gritty of like when in you're- In a respectful, safe way. In a respectful, safe way. Say the things you want to say. But just like a pendulum, is it pendulum or pendulum? Pendulum. But Has a J in it. Pen there's no, pendulum? There's no J. Pen, but it sounds like it. It's pendulum. So it's it sound, It's pronounced pendulum, I suppose. All right. Depends. Anyways, well, in no my J. head there's a J. But Did just you? like a pendulum <laughs> swings from one side to the other, you swing into that intensity, but then you bring yourself back and you regulate yourself each other and the relationship. It's really pendulation, not pendulation. It's just, just well, clearly, lazy, lazy English, lazy England. Okay, so clearly my enunciation and pronunciation has been off this evening. I hope that you forgive me. I hope that you come and join us. 
April 22nd, christinehasser.com slash group. Again, it is recorded. We'd love to see you there. Final words? Just on the relationship weekend, I, I'm really excited about that because you're also going to meet some amazing people and probably make some friends for life as well, particularly with some of the exercises that we, yeah. have, we have planned for you and the, the, the bonding exercises as well. And it is a virtual retreat. We may yes. be doing a live retreat September, October. Yeah. If we get the green light. That's exciting. More news on that. Anyway, sending you all lots of love. Adios. Buenas noches. Much love and many blessings. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs>